This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. My anger on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. everybody welcome 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 to lions tigers bears and head i am vince russo this is jerry lane back in action and this is the great al snow al what is happening this morning bro well we're just continuing the progress the momentum to september 13th don't know if you did if you heard or not jeff a uh, big Netflix premiere of Wrestlers, the docuseries on uh, September 13th on Netflix. Yes, congratulations. I'm excited for that. It's going to make me sign back up to Netflix. I haven't had Netflix for months, so really? I will sign back up just for that. They, uh, um, in the very, I think in the, from the day it was released, the trailer, uh, I think it had like 2.2 million views on Netflix Twitter alone. So I wasn't counting YouTube and uh, and every other piece of social media. They have yet to to really you know put it out on their Facebook or their Instagram or any of that. But just on their Twitter alone, it did like two point two million in like a day and a half or something. Like that. Al, do, do you know what the length of it is? The length of the show. How long is it? It's an hour. Each one is an hour episode. There are seven seven uh, episodes. Do they shoot it in kind of like? cliffhanger fashion you know i i don't know I, oh you haven't seen it yet you see you told no, me that last week right yeah no, that's I, right i've not seen it um they've only released it to like television critics and things like that and i apparently all the television critics are very very high on it very you know praised it and put it over and uh um spoke very well of it you know this guy greg whiteley the director producer yeah, um, poor Last Chance You and Cheer. He's won several Emmys for both of those. So, you know, there's a good chance that you know the work that he did on this will probably win him another Emmy as well. Yeah, it, bro, it's going to be important now, and maybe, well, if, man, it's going to be important because when things like this are attempted in wrestling, because they're wrestlers. Like, you know, when they're working the camera, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, bro, it, it slaps you across the face when something is real and they're working the camera. And um, how do you like, I, bro, I don't even know because you are a professional wrestler. I'm talking yeah. about in general. And that is your job right. to work the camera. So to me, it would just it would just seem like it's very, very difficult 
when something like this is being filmed for, you know, the, the wrestlers involved to just kind of be themselves. It just seems to me like that would be a difficult thing to do. Well, and I, and you, you'll probably see some of that with some of the wrestlers a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, but the thing is that the, the cameras are around them 24 hours a day. I mean, they, they were yeah. with, I mean, they were here. I mean, it was, it got tedious and, you know, I can tell you for myself, I just, I told the I told the director and I told, you know, a couple of the assistant producers and stuff. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, whatever you, whatever you see is what you're going to get. I'm not going to do anything different. I'm not going to act any different. I'm not going to do anything special because I have a responsibility here that foregoes, you know, I understand you want to make good TV and you want to make an interesting show. Uh, but you've got to understand that I need to have this continue to build and, and have it. I, I'm going to be responsible for these men and women after you're gone. You know, when you go home and you, you know, you edit this or this airs and, you know, and it does whatever, I still have to continue to produce this show and I still have to try to build this company. And so I'm not going to do or behave or act or say. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, bro, you're a, you're, you're a veteran. Like, I, I'm just talking about, like, you know, th these younger kids that, oh, my God, there's a ca television camera. I, you know, that, that's what I'm, that, that, that's what I'm talking about. A little bit of that happened, you yeah. know. Yeah. But, they, but you're still going to get to see these people and what they really deal with. And, you know, it's going to give an insight to, to fans of, of the wrestling business and to people that have never been involved with wrestling. It's going to give an insight to just what people have to do to try to pursue this, pursue a dream, you know, to, yeah. to achieve something here. And, uh, uh, and it'll give it an insight a little bit into the day-to-day -day operations of, uh, you know, the promotion. I mean, that's the part that I'm looking forward to. I re really bro. Cause to me, that's the part, because let me tell you something, bro. What, you know, you, whether you on this show or not, this, this mayor tries to get over on you, bro, I'm dropping a hammer. I mean, whether he likes it or that's the part I'm keeping my eye on. You know what I mean? Al? It'll be the mayor. It'll be my other partner, Matt Jones. I gotta have uh, I gotta have uh, Al's back on this, bro. Yeah, we don't we don't necessarily uh, see eye to eye all the time. Yeah, go very nice. All right, so, all right. So I have I have a question. I can't remember if you asked him last week. Vince. Jeff's wearing Jeff's wearing a sweater, bro. Like it's thirty degrees. Like what it's, the? F it's chilly here today. Chilly here today. It's yeah. probably like seventy something. No, I don't know. It might be by now, but it was fifty something. But I go ahead, Eskimo boy. Go ahead. Yeah, start. is this? filmed as limited or if it's successful will they do you know yeah. another season yeah there's a potential for a season two yeah nice yeah, i mean you know and they're you know you know hoping that they will be successful enough and garner enough interest that there will be a you know a season two that will that will definitely drive a lot more interest and you know and create more opportunities for ovw and and for everyone involved with ovw in general you know it's definitely going to raise awareness of OVW back to where it once was, uh, not just, you know, in, outside of the, but within the wrestling business itself, you know, it will, it will still, it will do that. And it'll, it'll raise awareness of the, of the talent that are here and give them some ex a level of exposure that otherwise there's no way they would have never gotten. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's going to create opportunities for them. You know, it, it'll, it will be an incredible boom to, to everything and everyone. It's just now what do, what, 
you know, everyone does with it going forward is yeah. going to make the difference. Yeah. It's you funny know? seeing the dirt sheets have to talk about OVW now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's killing them, I'm sure. It makes know? them look stupid. Like, this has existed for so many years, and all of a sudden it just, like, to them, it no longer existed. It makes them look foolish. You know? Like, it wasn't, it was, you know, nothing was going on here. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah, Jeff. Let's not forget, you know, with with all due respect, let's not forget the uh, Vince Russo uh, rub. It's called in the industry because look, look at what look at what's happened in the last couple of weeks. Okay, Al Snow of the big TV show, Al Snow. Okay, before prior to this, Al Snow was seen swimming in the Ohio River, bro. Okay, now he's got a big show, big show, big show, and now EC three, a big. Big NWA oh, world, world champion. The Vince Russo I, I, rub. I, I might have something else next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. I, let's speak, speak it, let's see what we have this week. Hold on. Hold on, Jeff. Wait yeah, a minute. Well, I was going to ask you, do you want to do the videos first or the latest uh, CM Punk drama involving Jack Perry first? What, what would you guys rather it's do? It's up to Al. This is the, Al's, right. Al's, the, Al's the movie star. What do you want to do first, Al? <laughs> You better adequate it. I'm telling you, uh, it's it's totally up to you guys. If you want to do the, you know, the videos, I sent this one because it looked like the guy died. I right, let, let's mix it up though. Let let's start with the latest drama, the latest uh, CJ Perry uh, uh, CM Punk drama. Okay, so at All In, the Big Wembley Show, highly successful for AEW. Unfortunately, after the fact, what everybody's talking about is the backstage drama that occurred at the show. So I'm going to go through all this timeline of the dirt sheets, trying to piece this all together. You know how funny that is. We, and we've talked about this once before, because when they had their most successful show at that time, you know, when they had their first million dollar house, you know, and, and what was everybody talking about then? The backstage drama, you know, now you've yet again got, a you know major event with that's very financially successful and you know good for them and yet again what are we all talking about backstage drama you know and it, that's so disappointing and it's yeah. it, it puts such a such a black eye on on these accomplishments of the company you know and and you're not you're not applauding the company you're busy moaning about this drama. and now you you are dead on when you say that because bro nobody's talking about the event no nobody nobody no zero nobody's talking about the event at all yeah that's that is that's yeah. incredibly disappointing it really. is it is yeah go ahead. Right, go, go ahead jeff so what do you got well this is what allegedly started the whole thing we talked a couple weeks ago how Jungle Boy Jack Perry wanted to use real glass in a spot on Collision, and CM Punk stepped in, uh, you know, along with Tony Schiavone and uh, uh, supposedly a few others to say, no, we're not doing real glass here. So during the pre-show on All In, there was a spot with a broken window on a car, and Jack Perry looked into the camera and said, it's real glass, cry me a river. So he said that on camera, and this is what allegedly started all this stuff. So when he went back, he was in the last match on the pre-show. Punk was in the first match on the pay-per-view. So they crossed paths uh, you know, behind the curtain near the gorilla position on the way back. And uh, apparently, I'm going to read all this because there's different uh, takes, of course, but they had a physical confrontation that involved yelling. 
Punk has said to, Punk is said to have initiated the exchange, and then Perry told Punk to do something about it, which prompted Punk to shove him and put him in a chokehold <laughs> and take him down. Uh, one person, uh, Brian Alvarez, said it was very quick. Pretty much 100% of the people say uh, Punk uh, shoved Perry, grabbed him in a front headlock, and it was immediately broken up. Uh, they got close enough to Tony Khan. I believe monitors were knocked down onto Tony Khan. There's another report that says after this, Punk chewed out Tony Khan backstage. It was a very heated and intense confrontation where Punk threatened to quit AEW. And uh, he he wasn't going to do his match with Samoa Joe. And then Samoa Joe reportedly talked him into it. AEW was scrambling to try to change their match order. That he They wanted to put the FTR and Young Bucks first, but they told him, no, they weren't ready. Then they were trying to put the six-man match first, and then Joe reportedly convinced CM Punk to stick to the original format. What's They, they said after this alleged confrontation where Punk went off on Khan that there was no communication between the two after the fact, which was characterized as unusual. Then there was dif- differentiating reports that Punk was escorted away from the building by security. There was another report saying he chose to leave himself. This is my favorite part. Punk reportedly returned to his hotel afterwards and ordered food from Nando's for both himself and several. Like, what the hell is this? Like, they're reporting the restaurant he ordered takeout from. But now they're saying that both of them have been. They have great chicken there. Yeah, now they're both reportedly suspended, and that's the latest rumor on the entire situation. So can you imagine, Vince, that happening in gorilla position and monitors. Oh, oh my God, bro. Can you imagine Al? Can you imagine uh, one of the boys cutting a promo on Vince in front of everybody and blaming him for the, this happening, you know, what, what would transpire, you know, if that oh were God, bro, forget it, forget it, you know, uh, it, it's got, you know, there have been incidents that have happened that are similar to this, you know, like the confrontation between Chris Jericho and right, you know, and uh, Brock Lesnar that happened there in Gorilla. And, but those are rare, rare situations because you know that Vince is right there. Yeah. And, I, well, Al, he, he is, he is the ironic thing. He, he is really the ironic thing. You know, Al, come on, man. When, when we were working, Bro, there would be some type of confrontation with somebody with somebody else at least once a month. I'm I'm not gonna say we at, at least once a month, okay? But like, you know, bro, first of all, what happened in the locker room stayed in the locker room. I, yeah. I mean, you you know, we it, it would never go outside when something internal happened. But Al, here's what we talk about every week. The wrestling industry, the wrestling business, Triple H, uh, you know, Tony Khan, we've let these people in. We, oh, yeah. we, we, we opened a door and said, yeah, bro, come right in. Come, come see our business. Come be part of our scrums. Come interview our talent. Come right in. We've let these people in the door. And I got to tell you, Al, I am a journalist. Believe it or not, I do have a degree in journalism. Bro, I got to tell you, man, my pet peeve when I was working for any wrestling company, say whatever you want about me, bro. My pet peeve was 
I am going to do my best to prevent people from laughing and mocking our business because that used to piss me off more than anything. When people would look down at their nose at professional wrestling, these people reporting on this, bro, it's such an embarrassment to the business. It's it's in when I read these headlines every day, I am freaking embarrassed. But at the end of the day, Al, who let these people in? I agree. And familiarity breeds contempt. Most of these headlines are very contemptuous and, and they're all salacious and, you know, and that's why they focus on, that's just human nature. I mean, that's, that's the news media in general, mm-hmm. you know, and they, you know, um, because they're not in the business, people just don't seem to understand that the news business, whether it be wrestling or otherwise, are not in the business of disseminating information. They're in the business of driving uh, clicks, of driving, you know, people subscribing. They're in the business of driving, um, you know, advertising. They're in the business and they need to make money. And to make money, they need to capture an audience. And the two easiest emotions on a grand scale to manipulate are anger and fear. And, you know, and and the salaciousness drives that. But this speaks, I think, uh, in AEW that there's really, there is a, a lack of, a, of, of true leadership there. Um, there's, you know, Tony, the one thing Tony could probably do that would really help him and benefit his company is, is if, he, if, he, if he doesn't want to be the heater, you know, if he doesn't want to be the guy that, you know, is the bad guy, hire somebody. Yeah. Hire somebody that everyone universally respects. Okay. Hire someone to go in and, you know, be the guy that lays down the law and that will enforce consequences for behavior because you can't, it's going to spell the doom of AEW if the the inmates in that asylum continue to be allowed to run it because other talent are seeing what punk and other people are you know other talent along the way are doing and now it, it you know there are no, no direct repercussions or actions and you know regardless of the situation you know punk's got con we've talked about punk coming on over a barrel because of the last time you know uh but now you've got an emboldened cj perry who's you know coming back and you know getting into confrontations and, and, and instigating such you know um and it's like it's a free fall. It's like it's the Wild West back here, you know. And, and every time you turn around, it's somebody's upset about something. Somebody, and, so, and you know. And now here's the difference, bro. Like, cause you said about headlines and that, but bro, here's the difference with mainstream media, bro. Here's the difference between mainstream media and the wrestling business, bro. With mainstream mainstream media, they'll have that hot story, okay, bro. You know the headlines, salacious, everything, like you said. But, bro, the difference is the next day there'll be a new hot story. So, like, they'll move on. Bro, in wrestling, they will stay on something like this for months. Like, this is the only, yeah, this is the only thing going on in the business. It's because they don't have anything else. I mean, they, they you know, you know, they're, they're, you know they're, they're pulling every bit out that they can out of it. And they're, you know, they want to be the one that speaks. And, and this is where it becomes the rumor and gossip mill. You know, where you're speaking to the other boys that are giving you reports, 
you know, and of course those guys are got their own agendas and they've got their own, they've got the heel in the, in whatever the confrontation was or the baby face that they want. And, you know, it, it gets very convoluted and, and really what, what did this have to do with the actual event? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, instead of, again, like we talked about, here we are again, one of the biggest milestone events for AEW in its short, short, brief life. And yet we're not talking about the event. We're not talking about 81,000 people in Wembley Stadium. We're not talking about their production. We're not talking about, you know, the experience. We're not talking about the money, the gate, you know, financially, what it did for the company, et cetera. No. We're talking about two guys getting in a, a petty confrontation backstage. Yeah. Uh, you know, and one of those was was the common denominator in another one. And then was the common denominator in one prior to that, too. Yeah. You know, and it's that's disappointing. And, you know, it's it does nothing at all to uh, uh, help AEW not to survive, but thrive, which we can all agree we desperately need in this wrestling business to have was we need as many of these upstart companies to be able to grow and to, you know, you know, develop and, and succeed. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Al, I don't, Jeff, do you have any more on the story? Well, I just wanted to ask a question because Al just brought up a good point where the common denominator in every single one of these is CM Punk. It, it was the scrum with CM Punk. Then we had the one with reportedly Christopher Daniels being sent home and hangman page being sent home and the, the not using the glass. And now this, so he gets put in every single one of these situations. I was just curious, Al, do you think, I mean, we've been talking about for years, the AEW, what what we think are the problems with the inmates running the asylum and the 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 change in the style and and people just doing the the reckless stuff. It seems to me from the outside looking in that CM Punk is trying to stop all that stuff. Is he just going about it the wrong way? I mean, I mean, it seems like he's trying to be the veteran saying, look, we're going to get back to what professional wrestling is supposed to be. We're not going to have all this crazy stuff, disrespecting the veterans, doing reckless things. Right. But it seems like it seems like anyway, from these reports, he's the only one fighting this battle. And maybe it's just led him to do things incorrectly. Well, he is. And he's going about it the wrong way. I mean, you know, it's obviously. Because he's, he's, instead of, you know, you can either, uh, how can I explain this? Like, you can either guide a horse to water and, and, you know, eventually it'll drink. Or you can sit there and try and get behind it and push it. And you get behind it and push it, all you're going to do is get kicked in the head. So, you know, there there's a way that you can start to drive the bus and steer it and and get what you want. It takes longer takes a lot more work, takes a lot more effort, but, uh, but you can't, you can't walk in there and just like, well, I'm a veteran and I'm, it should be this way. And you got to just steadily guide the course. And, and he's going to continue to, you know, he's going to continue to act out uh, because he feels like he's, you know, he's bulletproof. He feels like he's invincible. And maybe, you know, to Vince's point, maybe he is. Maybe because of the, the circumstance and situation of the last encounter, you know, uh, maybe that's the case. But a situation like this, and he's got to be smart, a situation like this that occurs, 
in a court of law, because let's face it, law is nothing but more than who can argue the best case. That's it. That's all it is. So now a person can argue, hey, uh, the incident that happened back with the, the last time where VPs went in and all that, yeah, that was bad. But now we have this incident on top of a few other incidents uh, that are showing a pattern of behavior that are inciting these incidents. And therefore, it weakens Punk's case in regards to that incident that happened with the VPs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Takes the heat off of the VPs. Yeah, yeah. It starts shifting the perception that it's now punk. And if this continues to happen, it simply continues to whittle away and allow someone to be able to make that argument and present enough of a case to where he won't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. Well, Al, if it'll make you if it'll make you sleep better tonight, I do want to share this with you. There's a positive note at the end of this story. Oh, uh, according to Tony Khan, yeah, there is an ongoing internal investigation o- going on to get to the bottom of this, so we can find out exactly what well, I was. I was more worried about the monitors. I want to make sure they're. <laughs> Bro, I'm wondering, like, who, who who's conducting these internal, like, Inspector Gadget, bro? Yeah. Like, who, who, Col- is Columbo back, bro, in the AEW locker room? Buto is back. <laughs> the Pink Panther is back. Yes. Oh, how funny would that be? Remember, we used on one of the uh, wrestle. I, well, I don't know if it was WrestleMania or something. Remember, we used Leslie Nielsen. Bro, yeah. how great would it be if he was still alive? And yeah. and they literally they're saying there's an investigation, and that becomes part of the show. Leslie yeah. Nielsen on the job, trying to inv- talking to people, trying. Oh my god, that would be tremendous. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think people. T- I don't think the wrestling fans today Al, would even get that. They wouldn't even get that, bro. No, they wouldn't appreciate the humor. Uh, so funny. All right, let's let's get to these spots, bro. Al's got people people near death on these spots. Bro. All right, Al, Jeff, you've seen these, right? Yeah, but first, Vince, you do owe apologies to Scott Ward, Big Evil Pops, and Austin Russell for not giving them credit last week for their videos. So, oh my god, I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. I'm yes. sorry. All right, now can I look? Can I watch this one, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm telling you that right now. It's a murder. <laughs> yeah, this, this watch how it Jesus Christ, what happened? Oh my god. Watch yeah, so, watch the guy getting there's this is a power bomb. We all know how a power bomb should go, correct? Yeah. Which, where the body the body hits completely flat, you know, the on the upper back, everything. Yeah. We're gonna reinvent the wheel. <laughs> 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 Of his head on the back, and he put stank on it. He on put light the- tubes, too. I love it. Oh, <laughs> my God, bro. The only part of that kid's body that hit the mat were the upper part of his shoulders and the back of his head. Now, now, Al, that definitely did that. And that it, it, there was a time where we had a genuine concern for the well-being and welfare of nah. the other wrestlers. Nah. And that has gone out the window. Now all they care about is that they get themselves over. Hey, Al, Al, let I'm, me. I'll be amazed if that kid's not dead. Let me ask you, as you know, as as a novice, yeah. bro, the power bomb. I would think is a is is a somewhat simplistic move. 
It is. I mean, it, you, you're you're basically lifting the hips, swinging the upper upper body out, and lay, and laying them flat. And now this guy literally put him up on above his shoulders and just threw his hips to where just the back of his head hit the mat. Play that back again, Jeff. One more time. I want to see it again. Oh my God, bro! Step to do it. I mean, it's that's ridiculous. It's completely absurd. I mean, and irresponsible. And I mean, every think of every. There's no way that's and that's the equivalent of well, you know, of uh, um, Kenny Omega going. Oh, I'm sure they 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 called that just to get a reaction. Are you insane? Literally, like you know, and and look, I I have a feeling that the power bomb was discussed, but not. Hey, I'm going to throw you on the back of your head, power bomb. Yeah, and and the whole idea of the move, like Jeff pointed out, bro, the whole point of this move is he gave it to him on a fluorescent light bulb. Like that's the payoff. Bunch of light bulbs, but literally only thing that hit was the back of his head on the bunch of light bulbs. Yeah. I, he, I, if that kid didn't have a concussion, at least, I, I'm amazed. I don't know how he didn't do it. All right, what's what's next, Jeff? All right, this next one was was sent in by Wait, Al. Can I look at this? I can't remember. I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch. Is this, this screen? Oh, my God, bro. The, the, these, these people are nuts, bro. The, 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 the head. Watch the head. Watch the head. Just the head hits the table. You got you you. you something's got to be wrong with you, bro, to be doing this stuff. Seriously, man. And and the the cat like uh, balance that they both had on the rope screamed nothing but complete safety right before we're about to launch ourselves into the air. Just the 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 complete lack of athletic integrity <laughs> when they're attempting these insane moves. It's just mind-boggling. Watch, watch this guy's head. Watch, and you know what they're going to tell you? Oh, it was completely safe. The guy was fine. And again, I want to sit in the back and listen to this conversation. So, bro, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pick you up. <laughs> and then the, the other guy going, "Have you ever done this before? Oh, yeah, all the time. You'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be safe." Bro, there was a spot I saw on AEW. I'm, I we probably don't have it here. But bro, they, I guess they've brought this over to the States now. But my God, bro, freaking um, a Moxley, Al's got a handful of those skewers. And he's just shoving that. I'm like, what the? Like, bro, are you mental? Like, are you? Like, literally, do you have brain damage, bro? Yeah. And, it, and then they walk around like this. With them stuck in their yeah. hands. And then, and then what are they talking about when the show's over? They're talking about CM Punk and CJ Perry, right? They, 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 that's what they're talking about, bro. They're not Jack, talking Jack about Perry. you sticking stuff Jack in Perry. your head, bro. Yeah. Jack Perry. I like to think it's CJ Perry. I think it's more salacious if we get people <laughs> to believe it was Lana and CM Punk. I think that's more interesting, personally. Yeah. Right, what's, ne- what's next? What's next? This next one sent in by Al and Big Evil Pops. Here we go. Again, watch the watch the athleticism, and listen to the guy. Hold on, I want you to listen to the fan who's filming it. He even knew it was going bad. <laughs> listen, listen. Wait. Oh fuck. 
<laughs> bro, you know, you know what's amazing, Al. You know what's amazing. You know, you know, you know, us all being fans of the NFL. You know, bro. A couple of years ago, you you lead with the head. You're getting penalized, yeah. bro. Everything we see, everybody's leading with their head. They're they're all leading with their freaking heads, bro. Yeah, this is a lot like anal sex and f- tackle football. If you know what <laughs> oh my god, bro! As they're about to go, you can hear the fan go, oh, fuck. (laughs) This is not going to go good. You know? But, again, we've talked about this, this stunt mentality. Look at the risks they're taking, and you can clearly see they're not physically adept enough to do it. Yeah. They're up on the ropes just all hoogity-joogity right before they do it. Let's see it again, Jeff. And that's the the, the girl, the way she lands on that chair is scary, too. terrifying. Terrifying. That is that that is crazy, bro. Like that that's oh, oh boy. Dude, this, this, this has disaster written all over it. Again, again. Hey, I got a great idea. Oh bro, I'm up for it. This will be awesome. All right, so this was sent in by Ali and Big Evil Pops. This is this. Ha- oh my god, <laughs> bro! Like, this is a car. These are car wrecks with human bodies. Like that's what they are, bro. Look at it. Just a freaking catastrophe is all this shit is. That's oh my. I mean, god. Al, explain to us that are stupid that don't understand this stuff. But to me, as an outsider, when you go through a table, the legs kind of slow it down, break the fall a little bit. With there being no legs here, isn't this just a straight shot throw to the floor? Uh, pretty close, yeah. The bre- the wood does de- decelerate the body. <laughs> <laughs> listen, to, listen to what you're saying, Al. Al listen, listen to what you're saying. What's become of you, Al? <laughs> the wood uh, break the momentum it decelerates the body a little bit but uh that doesn't prevent you from still colliding with the earth <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bro these things are brutal you you but you mean to tell me hold on jeff go back the guy the guy doesn't jump dive on top of him and this was where the video ended oh come on yes. that would be the spot al right and we all know what happens after we've seen each one of these. Yes, things. of course. Of course. Yes. You get back in the ring. The guy kicks out and then gets offense on the other person. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. What? What is this? Uh, this, this was sent in by Al. So it's, I think two of our favorite genres has been light tube wrestling and fire wrestling so this genius right here combines them both in this clip sent in by al before before you play this okay i want to ask al this because al Al runs the whole show at ovw and and we have this we have wrestlers bro appearing uh premiering september 13th on netflix now al when we see when we see ovw are we gonna see mats like this <laughs> bro what what have they done on this mat to make it look did they it, bro literally it looked like they took crayons to the mat what have they done to this mat to make it look like this that right there that's not a mat anymore it's a petri dish full of bacteria and <laughs> from all of the blood that they have let oh my god bothered to clean it 
Oh my God! Look at that. What I want that. to do, okay? What I want to do. You know what it is, and I'll tell you what it is, because you're from my generation, Vince. You know, back in the day, we had real diseases, shit that was scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like tetanus, which was we called lockjaw. Was like, oh, you, you get a rusty nail, you know, you step on a nail, you better get a tetanus shot because you'll get lockjaw. So, as a kid, you're imagining your mouth just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, right. One of my favorites, the most one of the most terrifying ones, rickets. You know, you get yeah. You don't take care of yourself. You'll get I, get, I I'm I'm looking at this Sal, and I'm assuming looking <clears throat> at this Matt, I'm just assuming staff infection is no longer a thing. Oh, that is the least of my concerns. Looking at this, because I know Kevin Nash almost lost an arm to yeah. staff, but that's that's not Jerry an Punk, issue. Jerry Punk almost died from a staff infection, but that's disappeared. Oh, I. I, my le- that's my least concern. I'm looking at this and I'm seeing like Hep A, B, C. I'm seeing malaria. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's now. 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 I can't. What I want to do, do is I want to have you throw me on things that will provide much a bunch of mini cuts all over my body, so that bacteria will have an easier way to get into me. Oh my god! All right, Jeff. So what? what what's going to happen here, uh, Jeff? Watch I said we got the fire again. Yeah, you gotta light the light tubes on fire, <laughs> and almost break the guy's back, suplexing him onto the chair. See, maybe the fire was to help prevent the infection. You, you, I think you so. Know. Yeah, I think to cauterize the wound <laughs> that it created by. Bro, the, uh, <laughs> can we go back? Is the dude grabbing a jug of water at the end to put the fire out? Look, watch, watch, keep going. Yeah, he's. Is this is that a jug of water? I think I think nobody, tell. nobody goes to Home Depot and buys a fucking fire extinguisher. Yes, he is right. Yeah, on the right of the screen. <laughs> Good lord, guys! Buy buy a smoke alarm for God's. Oh, here we go. Watch Haven't this. we seen this guy already? Wait a minute. Are these guys <laughs> yeah, making return no. engagements? No. Yeah, I don't know if this is the same guy we no, have. Before, that's but. the bad thing is the majority of the independent wrestlers look like this. So. Yeah. God. This was uh, sent in by Virtue. Here we go. Watch. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh. I'm trying to figure out how this happened. So go ahead. Very easy. The the dexterity and the agility of a cat. Oh my God, bro. That ankle could have snapped (laughs) clean off, bro. It probably did. All right. This next one was sent in by Austin Russell. Oh, oh no. Come on. This has got good written all over it. Holy. Wait, what was that? Now, I, I, wait, wait, do that again. For those on the audio, they're on a very tall ladder, and one guy suplexes the other guy onto a second ladder. Yeah. Oh, is that what I'm seeing here? Trick right, right there. Oh, my God. Where did you want me to pause it? Oh. So he basically impales the body of the person onto the top of the second ladder. Why? And the body doesn't bend that way. Look at that. Jeez, bro. God. That is insane. Golly. Somebody's going to die. I'm telling you. And it's going to, you know, and people already have. We've talked about this. 
You know, that's what ended up making me rib myself and buying OVW was because a kid out in Oklahoma died in yeah. the from just being poorly trained and doing stupid stuff. Well, I mean, there there is no training for that, Al. And I don't care how good you're trained. There's no training for that spot. Uh, yoga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! How do you train for that, bro? Like seriously. And why? Why? If you're this kid that's taking it, why are you agreeing to do it? I, I that baffles me. Oh, here we go. This is some good shit. <laughs> This and looks like, is this Japan? I'm seeing a lot. Yeah, of that. I don't know if this is older footage or not, but this was sent in by Kevin Mari. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> pulling out a gun for those on the audio. I'll be honest with you, man. I'd ra- I think I'd rather see somebody get shot than what we've seen prior to this, right? I-, I think I think being shot would be less painful at this point. I agree. I agree. And that takes us back to that story that happened here and why we right. have permission. Oh, my God. Where the guy shot the other guy with a twenty two caliber. Oh, this doesn't look good, man. Uh, it's not gross. It's, it's dumb. <laughs> this was sent in by Matthew Ortiz. Oh my god! Look how this flies out. I mean, how I many know. people did this hit? Yeah, yeah, crazy. Just an, it's insane. Did you get the one, Jeff? That I wanted Vince to watch the one where the guy set. It's all dark in the arena, and the guy sets his stomach on fire, and then splashes a guy on the table. I don't remember seeing that one. When did you send it? You must have been last week. Yeah, last week. I, I, it was amazing. The, the arena I'll look again. got the lights off. The guy's up on the top, middle and top rope, right? And the guy, <laughs> guy's on the table. And he sets his shirt on fire. And it immediately, I don't know what they put on as far as an accelerant. They, it wraps around his whole body. And it starts going up his chest. He dives off the rope, lands on the guy on the table. The bounce, they both bounce off the table. A giant fireball bounces off of his shirt lands on the mat and immediately sets the mat on fire. Wait, isn't that the one from last week, or that's a different one? Different one. He starts rolling around trying to put it out. The flames start to engulf the <sighs> upper body into his face. He rolls out and starts to run into the crowd, and the crowd start hitting him like, get away from me. <laughs> I did not I did not see this one. It, it, everything's on fire. It's insane. It's just incredible. I've not seen this one. Oh, this has got great. Uh, yeah, this was sent in by Mark Canal. <coughs> so yeah, watch the watch the guy on top of the cage. Oh, this has got potential for all written all over it. No way! Oh my God, bro! Holy crap! If he if he didn't hold, if he didn't grab it that one last <laughs> second, bro, this guy would have freaking splattered. Yeah. Uh, he had a, he, he he had a second thought. That's what happened. He- <laughs> You can't be half pregnant, boys and girls. If you're that high and you think you're going to do something stupid, you got to just, you got to commit to the stupidity. Go back, Jeff, because I mean, literally, bro, like, look how flimsy this cage is. Like, look, look, look how, like, I I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Somebody's going to die. All right, we have one more here. This was sent in by Eric Garrett. All right. 
Oh my God! We gotta start putting like like they did with the Sean Hulk video. We gotta start putting circus music to these things. <laughs> yeah. You gotta start playing circus music in the background, bro. Oh God! Oh yeah. man! Don't worry, bro. Don't worry, bro. I've done this a thousand times. It's right. I can take care of you. you oh man! <laughs> Boom! Right on his head. Oh my God! Yeah. All right. I'm a well-trained professional athlete, guys. I want you to know that. Uh, no, you know, you get upset, right? And, and rightfully so. I, I do too. I, I very, I take it very, very seriously when you know people look down their nose at professional wrestling, and you know, and I think everybody in the in the business does. I think that's why you know you see those stupid memes where you know they they put they show just the ring with the boards and no padding, and you know, and, and trying to trying to get someone to respect what we do. You know, and the and the, and the abuse that we take, uh, and and you know, but then they turn around and they do what? They literally give everyone just cause to look down on the wrestling business and those that are within it. They they do these stupid stunt shows. They do these ridiculous things that, within the context of what we're really trying to attempt to sell, it it literally dis- besmirches the entire business the entire industry it really does well al that all starts with and and this this is what amazes me bro and you talk about you know we obviously we talk about this every week but let's really talk about this bro if you want to be a professional wrestler why in god's name would you pay your good hard earned money to a nobody who has no accomplishments in the business and no track record and no re- why would you give somebody like that your money? It probably would be like I want to become a major league baseball player, so I'm 15 years old and I'm taking I'm taking batting lessons from somebody that was a junior high school player. Because why why what, like why would you do that? Because 98 to 99% of those that get into it don't really want to genuinely succeed and pursue a career. They want to play. They want to play at being a wrestler. They don't want to, and they don't want to be in the real wrestling business. That was why it went like back in the day. I mean, when, when I broke into the business, I mean, it was incredibly hard to get into the business. And the reason it was, was it weeded out all those people that wanted to just play at being wrestler that ended up, if they got in, they would do things that hurt the very business that they were now in. And, and you know, everybody talks about you protect the business, protect the business by not smarting people up. That was not how you protected the business. How you protected the business was how you, not, you didn't allow just anyone in it. Because... You know, an old saying, it, it took it takes a whole locker room to build a town. It only takes one wrestler to kill it, you know? Yeah. It, it takes months and <clears throat> sometimes years of great, consistent shows to build a town. It takes one bad match to kill it. And we are, you know, we're allowing all of these people to come in and treat this like it's a hobby and like it's, it's a video game experience and, you know, um, and not really apply themselves and be respectful and passionate about 
about the pursuit of it and treating it like it's a real profession. And that's, that's going all the way up the ladder, you know, and to a degree, I don't really blame uh, the, the WWE and their new edict of, you know, wanting to only try, you know, and it'll pass. I mean, you know, you know how those edicts up there come and go with what they're looking for, but I don't, I don't really blame them with their, you know, with the edict of, of going and getting recruiting athletes directly out of college. Because these athletes are conditioned both mentally and physically to adhere to a, a schedule of discipline and accomplishment and, you know, and not like the average person who, you know, honestly probably doesn't even really pursue any physical hobbies of any sort, but plays video games and then decides, I want to be a professional wrestler and steps into the ring. You know, these people that are athletes don't only have a athletic background and athletic aptitude. They have a mindset of an athlete of knowing that of putting in the training, putting in the work and, and working towards goals and accomplishments and achievements. And that separates them from a large, vast majority of the talent that are now on the independence. Yeah. Boy, um, I, I, and I'm amazed that I really don't get more heat for saying these things, but they are, I'm not making it up. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. You know, we, we watch these videos and some of them are, you know, they quite honestly, they're really ridiculous. I mean, because of the, of the stunts, the, you know, the, the risks that they take, but there were, there are a great uh, handful of, of examples of, of guys that are in the ring and are, don't have the physical or athletic aptitude to attempt to do even the simplest move as a su- stalling suplex, holding the guy aloft in the air. He staggered around because he didn't have the balance or the coordination or the strength to, to do it with the, with his opponent and ended up dropping the guy on his head. And, you know, and that kind of stuff is going to continue to happen at a more and more alarming rate because uh, because of it, it, the fact that we just the doors are wide open. We we let anyone that you know you know you can go. You come to me, and you know you're going to. I'm not bragging, but you're going to come to me, and you're going to come to my school. Well, I'm going to have standards, and you, and you're going to have to meet those, and you're going to have to keep up with them. And you know we're going to aspire to continue to keep our uh, accreditation by the state off proprietary education as a trade school. We're not going to cut those standards just for you. Well, Al, I would think for you on top of the on on top of the standards list, which, bro, I don't even think is considered today. I, I mean, bro, every 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 time I hear Tony Khan, every time the first thing he says is how many cards he has to change because people are getting hurt. So I'm I'm assuming Al, the top of your list, the top of your list is safety, is safety, which I don't think when I watch this stuff. I just don't think anybody gives a shit about safety anymore. And I'm talking about the WWE as well. Yeah, they don't. The wrestlers, you know, the wrestler mindset is, you know, because let's face it again, we, we face a, a possible chance of injury every time we go to the ring. We That's the farthest thing from our minds whenever we're talking about and putting things together. We know that there's going to be a risk, and we, but we feel like we can do it. We can take it, and, you know, we can deal with it. And we can, you know, and, you know, when you're glorifying – because that's what they are all are doing when you're glorifying and you're rewarding uh, the people at the top of the show for that behavior. It is very difficult 
for you to go to the bot middle and the bottom and go, Hey guys, you can't be doing that. You know, well, so-and-so's doing it, you know, yeah. when you're, when you're, when you have these fans that are wrestling journalists applauding and rewarding with critical acclaim, these types of things and claiming that, Oh my God, that was the greatest match I've ever seen. It was the greatest match you've ever seen based on what just their, the physical things they did to each other. That's not that's not a great match, but in your opinion it is, and your opinion apparently is what dictates everyone else's opinion in this business, which is sad. Yeah. You know? and you know it, you you're just going to we you know we talk about that this on a lot on here, but it all comes down to that, and and it takes it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, and it takes a lot of uh, energy to steer the ship to have a particular vision. Listen, I. You know, everybody so and I get so tired of it. I've been labeled as I'm old school, I, and I can't emphasize this enough. I am not old school. I'm not like a lot of the stuff that you know I appreciate. But at the end of it, until you literally, if you can explain to me what is new that's fake now that wasn't fake when back in the day, right? When you tell, you can explain to me what you're selling now to the audience other than just the finish, because that's the only thing we've ever sold. We've only ever sold who the wrestler was and the finish. Who the wrestler was and the finish. That's what they sell with marketing for NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, hockey. They sell a player and the team and the finish of that game. That's it, of that event. That's all they sell. That that's what matters. So, what, tell me what is new that you're now selling that we haven't sold in the past. If you can give me that answer, you know, then I'm all. I'm, you're right. I am all. I am old school. There's apparently another new school, and um, you know, but you're not. And now you're justifying and excusing your lack of understanding of what it is you really are supposed to be selling to an audience. You know, and, <clears throat> and hey, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, AEW did a eighty-one thousand people in Wembley Stadium with what with the stuff they're doing. You know, uh, WWE apparently, you know, had a huge you know sale on WrestleMania uh, just recently. Didn't they sell out or something? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, and it's not till eight months away. Correct. You know what I mean? But here's here's the thing about like a, an event like WrestleMania. Tell me the last time that. WrestleMania was sold off of a match. Oh God, I I couldn't, I couldn't. No, it's the event. Yep, oh. it's the Super Bowl. It's a, you're going to the Super Bowl. It is no longer the the. When's the last time Hogan and Rock, uh, you know, Rock and Cena, you know what I mean? That a match sold WrestleMania like uh, when Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, you know? Yeah, uh, there was heat genuine heat to see a match a singular match and that that doesn't exist anymore because you don't have those workers who can generate that heat in that one singular match anymore yeah tell me i'm wrong because i i i say that you know and that that's ultimately it's going to lead to the downfall to some degree of the business, you know, hey, look, AEW, great, you know, wonderful. You guys did 81,000 people in, in Wembley Stadium. The event sold. Yeah, you know, Al. Or, or 
performers like that what is what really drove the business in the past you know al i want you to explain this to me and i want you to tell me if i'm wrong when bro every every now i know it's different today because there's not pay-per-view they're not called pay-per-views anymore they're called ple's premium live events okay i understand that it's still wrestling but they still operate the same way, which is right. to drive income by attracting an audience. Right. Okay. So my, my always, bro, to w- when we were building, building, building to a pay-per-view back in our day, yeah. bro, that last go-home show, heat, 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 heat. Because now I'm going to pay money to save you. I, Al, come on. This is so basic and elementary. Right, yeah. Now, there, there's a new thing now. There, there's a new thing that they do now. And I, I just say to myself, how in God's name do you think that gets the baby face over? So there was a spot this week, bro, between uh, uh, Rhea Ripley and uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Okay, Raquel Rodriguez is the baby face. Rhea Ripley is the heel. So they're going to the PLE this Saturday. So this match is taking place on Monday. So I'm I'm watching this play out, and it ends up with a uh, uh, Rachel uh, Ra- Rachel Rodriguez, Rachel Rodriguez, whatever her name is. It, it turns out with her on top, and and the and the heel bailing. So I'm like. She just got her comeuppance. Like, why am I watching the match now? Like, the 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 heel is cowering away, and somebody points out to me, well, Vince, they're they're making Rodriguez look strong here because she's doing the job at the PLE, right? And I'm like, bro, that doesn't make any sense to me. If I'm watching that PLE. And and the baby face is doing the job. I'm gonna remember that the baby face lost to the heel. I'm not gonna remember what happened a week before that match. Right. I mean, I mean, am I am I crazy, Al, or does that just not make any sense? It, it doesn't. I mean, that that was the, the 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 typical psychological formula was you you got heat on TV and you paid off that heat at the house shows, at the live events or at the pay-per-views. Right. Oh, and and but know. now I'm go- but now I'm going to let somebody shine because they're going to do the job at the big show and I'm going to remember they shined the week before? It won't. What? You won't it won't do any. That's all done just to placate the performer. Yeah, it's oh. I don't know, bro. I don't know. But oh, here's what I do now. I'm going to try like with Rhea Ripley if you know your idea is that you're wanting to put her over at the pay per view, the heel, which quite honestly, like, what? Tell me how she's a heel. Tell me how she is a heel when I bet I didn't watch it, but I bet you anything she didn't wrestle any differently than the Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. How was Raquel Rodriguez the babyface? Yeah. You know, and, and regardless of how you want to put it, okay. You know, as well as I do, no matter how, when you write a story, no matter what the form is, whether it's enacted in a physical uh, way through actions and, and, you know, within the context of a competitive situation, like what we do, okay, or you write a story in, in a book form and you read it 
instead of watching it play out. You know, you, you write a screenplay. I don't care what you write, what the format is, what the context of the story is, okay? You always have to have an antagonist, which is the heel. You have to have a protagonist, which is your baby face. Your, baby, your heel has to be a challenge, something that the audience wants to see the baby face overcome. And that is only because they identify to some degree, in some way, in some manner with that baby face so that they feel like they've done it together with the baby face. And it has to be done within a context, a form that allows certain parameters to operate in that story so that we can understand the rules of what would be a fair and equitable challenge that the antagonist now uses to try to make it even harder for the protagonist to accomplish. Yes or no? 1,000%. That doesn't apply anymore. No, no. At all. I, 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 bro, when I, when I watch Raw and I'm watching a match between the baby face and the heel, and, and, and I find myself not caring about the match, I ask myself, okay, bro, we got a baby face and a heel here. Why, why, why do I want the heel to lose? Why am I rooting against the heel? And why do I want this baby face to win? There's no, no reason. There's two reasons why that you don't care. One, there's no consequence to anything they do. Right. Literally, like watching a tennis match. The, the baby face gets their stuff, their shine. The heel gets a heat spot. They get their heat. Then the baby face comes right back and does more stuff. And they literally like a light switch. Click, I'm fine. Click, I'm hurt. Click, I'm okay. Click, I'm hurt. There's no chance for you to ever worry or be concerned that that one person is going to fall so far behind in the match that they might might not be able to overcome the heel and lose. Yeah. Right? Second reason is no one is getting over. Over is the term we use in wrestling to make people want to vicariously be you, to live through you. When Steve Austin was truly over, how many guys do you think all around the country and the, and the world were wanting to be Steve Austin? And, you know, walk in, romping and stomping and kick ass, take names and flip off your boss and drink beer on the job. You know what I mean? You could, but let's face it. You could identify him and you could identify with him. And that is the most important piece of business that has to be done in wrestling. Yeah. You have to get your baby face over because if you don't, you don't get heat and heat's not anger. It's not, it's not ir- irritation. It's a want, it's a need, a desire, you know, football teams have heat. You can literally have heat to see a certain football game. The heat being, I want to see who wins. That's the heat. That's what drives you to watch it. And that's, and that is the same in wrestling. But if you don't get your protagonist over, if you don't make an audience want to literally be that person, yeah, then the heel can do anything they want to the baby face. Nobody cares. I use the analogy all the time about the burning car, you know, to get guys to understand this, that if, if we were to walk out into a parking lot right now and see somebody setting fire to a car and it's not your car, your reaction is probably going to be at the most, you're going to call 911. Why? It's not your car. So you're not going to get involved with a lunatic and setting a car on fire in a parking lot. If you go outside and it's your car, you're probably going to, hey, you're over there and scream, what the hell are you doing? Get off my car, blah, 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 and you know, get more involved. Why? Get more invested. 
If you walk outside and see somebody setting fire to your car with your family and your dog in it, you're probably going to try to kill the guy. You try to stop him. Why? You got more invested. Your objective as a wrestler is to make, if you're the baby face, is to make yourself at least that audience's car. I don't care how you do it. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me what technique you use or, you know, whatever. You need to make yourself their car, at least, because if you don't, and the heel needs to make you their car, help you make yourself their car. Otherwise, the heel will do anything to you, set you on fire in the middle of the ring. Nobody's going to care. But now if they're, you're their car, they're invested. They care. They want to watch. They want to tune in next week. They want to see the PLE. They want to, you know, because they care about the outcome because there's heat to it because they now feel like it's they're, they're a part of it. You know, well, everything you're saying, it it is so it is so simple, and this is just how so far off we are. You know what, bro? Freaking sit down and watch Rocky, yeah. <laughs> and write down every bullet point as Rocky's becoming the babyface, and and Apollo's be- write down every every beat, and it doesn't get any more simpler than that. Out, it don't. It, 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 <laughs> And why do you think that, that that franchise is still successful to this day? Doesn't get any harder than that. Where do you think he learned that from? Yep. He even said it himself. Yep. He learned it from professional wrestling. Yep. You know, and yep. and what do they do in UFC? They literally market these guys as heels and baby faces, you know, and they do a better job of it than we do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because now our performers don't want to be the heel. Everybody wants to be the baby face. Everybody wants to get over. Everybody wants to be cool. Everyone wants to be popular. No one wants to be disliked. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one wants to be the heel. You know, yeah. no, no, I can't sell as much merch. But you'll make money. You'll draw money. You'll make you'll you'll make more money. Trust me, the time will come when you're hot enough as a heel, then you'll turn to be a baby face. You'll be even more over as a baby face. Yeah. And now you'll really make money. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. All right, Al, listen, let's uh, let's start talking about wrestlers. Let's start talking about the only accredited school, OVW. Go ahead. Take it away, Al. But, Jeff, I, we don't want to be rude to you. Do you have any more stories? No, we're good. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure I didn't want to leave you out of the conversation <laughs> like quietly the entire time. So, you know, I wanted to have proper etiquette and uh, ask yeah, you. Etiquette. Al, did you ever watch the movie uh, Whale? You see Whale? No, I didn't. No, that's the same but, dude that uh, directed the um, the wrestler. You didn't. You haven't seen that movie? Oh, really? No, huh? no. I just, yeah, I just watched it last night, man. Just but ca- character development, like insane. Really good actor, you know what I mean? In, in, uh, insane, insane. But go ahead, well, go ahead with wrestlers. Oh, the wrestlers or wrestlers, I should say, is on Netflix September thirteenth. It is a docu series. It will. It is not a reality show. It is not scripted in any way. What you're going to see is real people and being really themselves in real situations. And you're going to see real confrontations and, you know, uh, real challenges and real problems uh, in, in, in real lives. Um, and, and, in, and a real look inside of how to, you know, what it takes to operate uh, a wrestling promotion and all the stresses and challenges that go along with that. So, if you're not a wrestling fan, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but if you're not a wrestling fan, then, you know, I certainly believe it's going to make you one. And if you are a wrestling fan, 
I think it's just going to make you even that much more of one, and it's going to create even a greater appreciation and respect for the professional wrestling business and the wrestlers that are in it. Um, if you are wanting to watch OVW TV, uh, OVW TV is live every Thursday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time, and that is on Fight TV. That's probably the easiest way to access us around the country and around the world. Uh, we are uh, locally on a bunch of different broadcast channels here regionally in the state of Kentucky, and then um, all across the nation from Canada all the way to Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands, and the Bahamas on a variety of different national networks. If you want more information on OVW, you can go to ovwrestling.com. If you want to, you really want to get and explore work rate. You know what I mean? Like how you can really up the rate of your work in a variety of ways, like using ladders or setting yourself ablaze, <laughs> dropping another human being on just their head, uh, or, you know, how to have the agility much like the Black Panther um, when you, you know, are going about to do a moonsault from the top rope and wrap your legs up into it. So like that. Um, then you can attend OVW Academy, and you can go to ovwacademy.com. You can find out all the information there on how to do all the proper works that there are, you know, rope work, footwork, uh, turnbuckle work, you know, uh, concussion work, very popular. Uh, <laughs> uh, potential life-ending injury work. <laughs> uh, and in fact, we like to endeavor to show you how's the proper way to have one human being drop another human being directly on the back of their head just to elicit a little bit more of an emotional response in a match. Yes, yes, very nice. Very you know, because nice. that's how high a level of work rate we have. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's it. We like to convince ourselves and our opponents, just not you, the audience. Yes, exactly, yes. That's, how, that's where that work rate's gone. Anyway, if you want to follow me on social media, you can go to The Real Al Snow. Uh, TikTok is now The Real Al Snow 1 because – you know, they wouldn't, I got a new phone and I had to get, make a new account. So, but real house no on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Jeff will attest hilarious. Uh, and speaking of hilarious, uh, you can go to the premier streaming network, uh, David Box Muller and myself. Uh, and we have our, uh, comedy special from Zanies in Chicago that is still there. And you can, you can watch it on pay-per-view or you can join as a member and you can access it. It is Fucking hilarious. Just funny. Uh, and uh, next uh, stand-up date is October 28th in my hometown of Lima, Ohio. My mom will be in attendance. That will be extremely awkward. Um, going to be probably going to cause some emotional trauma there. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for that. She's already told me she's got earplugs. So I'm going to have to keep going through them going, hey, mom, put the earplugs in. This is about to get catchy. Uh, 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 BrokenIconComics.com My comic books are out You can check those out and I think that one, my book, book, uh, book, book. Uh, Self-Help Life Lessons from the Bazaar The Career of Al Snow um, And oh, and Skybound Games I am a non-playable character In WrestleQuest now So if anybody wants to check out WrestleQuest Because Jeff checked it out and thought it was pretty cool. And tell them how jacked up you are in the game. Oh, I'm I'm like this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am just swole. That, that popped me. That popped me. How jacked up Alice. Oh yeah. Oh, like, even head looks jacked. I mean. <laughs> head, All right. Listen. Head, I'm telling you. 
Al, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Right, the great Al Snow. The great Al Snow, everybody. Yes, Al. I can't wait to watch that show, bro. See, bro, you know, I tell you what, man. Like, you know, you know what's cool about that kind of thing, Jeff? Like, my wife watch likes lo- loves watching documentaries. That's all she'll watch. She'll definitely watch that. I, I guarantee you, like, because it's not about wrestling. It's about real people and real life and real business. And uh, man, that's I'm I'm looking I'm I'm really looking forward to that, bro. I, I I swear I pray that does better than the actual wrestling shows themselves. It seems that Netflix is promoting it pretty heavily already. I mean, they're yeah. putting out the tweets, they're making the videos. You already see the promotional images that are just like any other show that yeah. you would see on Netflix. So it's not just like one of those things that just ends up being put on a service, you know. And yeah. it's there, it's there if you find it. There seems to be heavy promotion behind this, which. Uh, will hopefully help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll do well. What's going on with you, Jeff? Not too much. You can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Russo TWC. We got, of course, Look Ma. I'm doing a TV show in the basement. And Vince, you suffered through an entire Tony Khan scrum. Tried to, anyway, on the latest one. We got a lot of stuff on there with Sap and Meltzer and Houseman on those shows. Also on Patreon, Master Shoot Theater. Vince was very, very confused because this weekend uh, there happens to be a, a, I guess it's a PLE, Jeff, of uh, AEW and WWE on the same night, which confused Vince and somehow, someway, uh, Vince wound up booking the AEW show. It's totally, totally uh, confused, Jeff, at this point. Also, of course, timeout with Disco. EC3 on three brand. We got Justin Credible and John Paz reviewing AEW Dynamite. Vic Venom on Truth with Consequences. We got bonus shows, cast trading the marks, so much more. You can check out the tiers. The first one starts at just $3 a month. Patreon.com slash Russo TW. And EC3 is the new NWA uh, world champion, bro. So yeah, he was, a, you see he was on Fox News. On Fox News a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Fox so News a couple they they of promoted times. that heavily. I mean, look, look, look at, like you said, it's, it must it's be the, the rub, the rub it's you the know. Rub. Yeah, it's the rub, bro. But, uh, yeah, guys, check all that out. Like Jeff said, it starts at $0.75 cents a week, $3 a month. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. That is it, everybody. For me, Alan Jeff, we'll see you next week.